This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. Well, I hope everybody had a good weekend. And of course, we do mourn the 13 lives that were lost in Afghanistan, needlessly, this past week. But let me start today's show by asking you a question. What was your red pill moment? When was it? What triggered it? Like the moment in The Matrix when Morpheus offers Neo the blue pill to go back to bliss and life as it was. To carry on. Or on the other hand, the red pill that brings Neo into the actual reality, the horrifying reality of what is, what is real. When was your red pill moment? You know the moment when your stomach drops to your shoes and all of a sudden the way you see the world has been drastically altered and you realize that we are in the middle of global fifth generation warfare? Maybe it was this weekend, and this weekend was the weekend where everything started to make sense to you. Maybe you are one of those that woke up this Monday morning and are now coming to the full realization that we are not going back to normal. Maybe you were with your family and friends this weekend, and the talk, the chatter, that was purposely avoided all through last year and early this year. That talk is about... Dark clouds on the horizon. And the talk continues on about the realization that tyranny is here. It is a present reality. Maybe you felt it even more intensely at church this weekend. Especially if you're in a non-woke church, that is. There is no denying it anymore. I saw a discussion like this manifest itself online with Brett Weinstein and his wife, Heather. Both Brett and Heather are liberal in the classical sense and lived through the Evergreen State College woke meltdown about four years ago that made all the headlines. He has generally been very positive and forward-thinking, and I do respect both of these two folks. They are not reactionary. They're certainly not people that you would classify as conspiracy theorists, although they are now beginning to see that there is a conspiracy. And you could visibly see the realization as they discuss the suppression of their discussions about mandates and lockdowns, etc. on YouTube. And while that suppression across social media was happening, you are seeing what is happening in Australia and New Zealand. And you are hearing their leaders sounding like they are straight out of some dystopian future totalitarian movie, you know, end of the world kind of stuff. Or maybe the CDC and Biden administration making insane proclamations that are in defense of medical evidence and trials. And now they are demanding that you do their will. And the CDC and the Biden administration are encouraging corporations, businesses, educational boards, cities, to mandate vaccines and vaccine passports. And at the same time the CDC is saying this, evidence is coming in from all over the world that the vaccinated are having just as hard of a time with COVID and transmission of COVID as the unvaccinated. And you're starting to think that maybe you've been taken for a ride as they tell you now that you have to take another shot. And with employers and corporations demanding that you do their will 
And at the same time that the CDC is forcing the entire population, men, women, and children, to take the vaccine. Now, at the same time, the CDC just tweeted this. While creating all of this panic, quote, Are you using inclusive language? CDC's Health Equity Guiding Principles for Inclusive Communications shares preferred terms and language, end quote. So while they're trying to force you to get the vaccine, the CDC is worried about your pronouns. The CDC is trying to make sure that you change the words that you use to communicate, just like Robespierre and the Jacobins did in the French Revolution during the Reign of Terror. You know, I've said this before in a program, you can't say Madame or Monsieur anymore. It has to be inclusive language. Citizen. Yeah, just like that. And maybe your red pill moment happened when you realized that what a week's groceries cost you before the reflexive pandemic is now, incredibly, 40% more. And you can't find certain items that you used to buy. And maybe you decided to put the kids in the car and drive to the grandparents this weekend and gas is literally 70% higher than it was at this time last year. Maybe your red pill moment was when your car lease was up this year and you need another car and there are simply no new cars to choose from anywhere. And the dealership is telling you that this has to do with the lack of available semiconductor chips because of the pandemic and COVID, you know. And the used cars, even like ones that are four years old, are selling at almost their new equivalent rates. And you're thinking that something just doesn't add up. Well, I assure you that it doesn't add up, and I will address the issue of new cars in a show this week. Or maybe your red pill moment was, maybe you own some rental property, and the Centers for Disease Control is saying that you can't collect rent. But you can still apply for government grants during the pandemic, so the government is in charge of the whole process. Or maybe your red pill moment was when you finally woke up to what was happening at your kid's school with them being indoctrinated with critical race theory and the dismantling of the United States and encouraging Marxism and socialism. Maybe your red pill moment was, you know, you ignored what folks like me have been saying for the last four years about critical race theory and intersectionality running wild in the church. But now, with all that is now out in the open from everyone... Maybe you hear it now in every single woke sermon being preached from your great reset-ready church. Or maybe you are seeing massive crimes being committed everywhere. People just walking out of stores with arms full of clothes and electronics. And no one is going to stop them. You see district attorneys going after people protecting themselves from mobs that are coming to destroy things. But are letting the criminals thrive. Maybe it was when you were seeing entire police departments being disbanded and defunded. Maybe a red pill moment was when you saw innocent men and women being beaten in their own stores, trying to defend their stores and their businesses and themselves. And during that same time, Kamala Harris was saying that the violence won't stop, encouraging the riots. Maybe that was when it was for you back in 2020. Maybe it was when the mob came to your neighborhood and the police did nothing. Maybe your red pill moment was when 
the gigantic mob of BLM and Antifa surrounded the White House in 2020 and injured over 50 officers trying to defend President Trump. And the military responded to Trump and said that they wouldn't act to defend Washington, D.C. or the White House. And then you saw the police beating people down just a few months later, and especially now, for not wearing masks. And you saw people falsely imprisoned and detained after January 6th. And then just a few weeks later, you saw thousands of troops being deployed in Washington, D.C. against no threat, but imaginary threats. Or maybe it's when you started to see pastors being arrested across Canada, well-known pastors, for just having church. Or maybe your red pill moment was when you heard Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying things casually and flippantly like, quote, who really wants to live past 80 anyway? Maybe your red pill moment was when you saw President Trump have over 50,000 people show up at each one of his rallies. And apparently, then he loses to a confused old man who couldn't get 50 people to show up at any of his rallies. Maybe your red pill moment was when you started to doubt whether or not those election results were true, and you were deplatformed, or silenced on social media, or put into Facebook jail. Maybe your red pill moment started when you start to realize that somehow China is responsible for the virus getting loose all over the world, but yet you're seeing China get away with whatever they want, whenever they want, and you're watching as China begins to bully the entire world. Or maybe your red pill moment was when you saw millions of unvetted, undocumented people with random children somehow along their side, one adult, one child, one adult, one child, pouring into our nation and then bust across our country to be housed on our dime. And nearly 30% of these having COVID. And then all of a sudden, you're seeing COVID numbers spike across our nation. It's curious how that happens. Maybe right now you're ready for some mean tweets. Maybe your red pill moment was when you saw the most powerful military on earth and the president of the United States place our troops in harm's way and leave $80 billion worth of fighter planes, helicopters, tanks, advanced guns, and night vision and other vehicles to the Taliban. And then 13 young men and women were killed because of ineptitude. And they did all of that while forcing every man and woman in the armed forces to get the vaccine, and at the same time using their Twitter accounts to talk about diversity and inclusion and the threat of white supremacy. Yeah, that's our military. Maybe your red pill moment was something a little less obvious. Maybe it was when you were receiving documents, maybe this last week or the week before, from your bank or lending institutions that are saying things like, the future economy is here. Or maybe it's when you saw that General Flynn was just disposed of by Chase Bank because they don't share his values. Or maybe it's when your 
looking at the media, even some of the conservative media, and you just hear lie after lie after lie on the media. And every other post from your local news station on social media is about the next person dying of COVID and the next person whose last wish was that everyone get vaccinated. And all the while, the FDA and the mainstream media, you know, the ones that have been lying to you for the last two years and telling you that what you could and couldn't say and what you could and couldn't believe. Well, now the FDA and mainstream media, now they're referring to ivermectin, a Nobel Prize winning medicine from 2015. They're referring to it as livestock worm pills and other Nazi era like propaganda. I mean, like really over the top nonstop. And maybe. Just maybe you had your true red pill moment this weekend. And now you realize that you can't pretend that it isn't happening anymore. And you're thinking, it's not enough to just want to be left alone. Maybe you turn to your spouse or to a friend, to your pastor and say, how did this happen? How did we get here so fast? And you're realizing that as bad as 9-11-2001 was 20 years ago, this is significantly worse. And as a matter of fact, and by the way, this is no hyperbole, it literally is the sum of all fears. If you've been listening to Sovereign Nations for the last four years, I've been saying this. We are being transitioned from an analog, physical, real world into a digital, disembodied, metaphysical, surreal world. And you are here at this moment in time during the transition. And maybe you're thinking, well, I don't want this to happen during my time here on Earth. And I would remind you of an exchange that Tolkien wrote between Frodo and Gandalf in The Lord of the Rings when Frodo began to think about the awful road ahead. And Frodo said, I wish it need not have happened in my time. And Gandalf responded, So do I. And so do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. And I want you to think with me. This has been a slow, steady ramp up over the last few hundred years. More concentrated than the last 100 years. And in the last 12 years or so, It has been the infusing of critical race theory into everything. It has been the constant shaming of our nation. It has been the promise of security and privacy by our tech providers. And believe me, they're going to turn their back on you. It has been the lying words of our Republican politicians and our supposedly conservative pastors. They're Hegelian. It has been the gender and sex confusion of our children. It's been the introduction of universal basic income, the living of our entire lives in the digital environment instead of in the real environment, and even our relationships moving from the real handshake, brotherly friendship that we've enjoyed for millennium into digital disembodied relationships. But all of that happened one tiny step at a time. I first heard Dr. Jordan Peterson refer to this societal change methodology when he referred to how normal guys, you know, regular guys, who were Polish police, went from walking the beat to four months later shoving women and children into boxcars. It all happened 
as he said, one tiny step at a time. And I know it's pretty hard to understand how we get to the point where what was normal, what you could count on, what you believed in, what you trusted, what you invested in, could end up in terrible places. Well, the way that they did this to you was one tiny step at a time. And all you do each time is just respond. You don't think ahead of the next insane, draconian, totalitarian thing that they're going to do to you next. And believe me, they're counting on that. And that is why I'm going to start laying everything out this week that they've been planning between now and 2050. And I need you to think consequentially. But they have done this to you and are doing this to you. One tiny step at a time. So they're going to encroach on you. And they're going to be sophisticated about it. So each time that they're only going to encroach two inches. Just two inches each time. And they're going to encroach right to the point where you say, okay, that's enough. No more. And then you start to protest. Think about it. It's just two weeks. It's just a mask. And then you protest and you say, no. That's against our constitutional rights. And then they stop. Briefly. Just like in the Mott and Bailey strategy. They retreat to the Mott. And then they're going to wait a week or two, maybe a month, for you to calm down. Maybe they'll distract you with another big story. And then... They're going to encroach again, right to the point where you protest. And then they say, okay, okay, we're going to stop. And then they're going to wait again. And they're just going to do that forever, two inches at a time. And before you know it, you're going to be 1,000 miles from where you started in 2019, and they'll have done it to you one tiny step at a time. And then you'll say, how did I get here? How did we get to this point of tyranny? And the answer was, well, they pushed you a little farther than you should have gone and you agreed. So then they pushed you a little further than you should have gone again. And you agreed for your safety. And then they pushed you a little further every few weeks and you agreed each time. And now, and now, your entire nation has been changed, and precedent has been set. You allowed them to do this originally because you were afraid, and public health told you what to do, where to go, how to talk, when to talk, how to dress, when to work, what to eat, where you can go what you can do for a remedy or a therapy, how to worship. And now, your entire life is being guided by public health. And guess what is next? You see, if you were to go to the T.H. Chan School of Public Health at Harvard's website, 
the most prestigious public health organization in the world that is completely, by the way, funded by people that have relationships with the Communist Chinese Party. Oh, and by the way, the head of the CDC, Rachel Walensky, she was working at the T.H. Chan School of Public Health just before going to the CDC. Well, do you know what the primary public health concern is right now if you go to the website of the T.H. Chan School of Public Health at Harvard? Do you know what it is? You'd think it's COVID, right? Or maybe some environmental wacky thing. No, it's racism. And racism is a public health emergency greater than COVID. If you don't believe me, go to the website link to the T.H. Chan School of Public Health on the show links. So, you just let public health order you around for the past two years. You let public health ruin your business. You let public health destroy the Constitution. You let public health dictate how you can worship. You let public health decide where you can and can't go. You let public health tell you what medicine you must take. You let public health create a medical Marxism apartheid state. And now... Public health is going to tell all of us that racism is a public health issue and that there is a cure for it. You know what it is? Equity. And now our entire system of government and economic systems need to be immediately replaced because racism is a public health emergency. And by following all of their orders, by taking all of their shots, by letting public health run all of our institutions, we have set a precedent. And the courts are even starting to recognize that precedent as well. And you'd better start saying no to everything right now. Not waiting for them to start the push, not waiting for them to make demands. It is time to get ahead of the tyranny. It is time to stop agreeing. It is time to end this reflexive madness and take back America. It's time to stop agreeing. I'm Michael O'Fallon. This has been Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. <laughs>